that's, if you don't get this, if you don't like line up this portage on for yourself, there's a chance that you don't get a shit before the race starts. Yeah. And you'll poop yourself. Yeah, you will. It's a true you, story. You will poop yourself a mile. It's a true eight, story. And then you have to run with diarrhea down your leg. Yeah. For another 16 miles. You know what? You got to do what you got to do. Hashtag but. truth. <laughs> and that's bad math. Hashtag nothing. You poop please. yourself at eight. You're not running. <laughs> no, because then you drop at 24. Because then you DNF at 24. Because <laughs> the poop has dried and chafed. And now you're bleeding <laughs> from your rectum. Could you imagine? God. Just like dried shit. <laughs> just dry shit. All down someone's leg. And it's just, and just bleed. And then <laughs> bloody, like bloody shit. <laughs> <laughs> and then on the official DNF report card, DNF due to dry bloody shit. <laughs> DNF bloody shit. DNF DBS. DBS. <laughs> How about new shot? No. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Intro. Go hit it. Hit it. Welcome to Running Beer and BS, a podcast where we discuss those things and more. I'm Flores. I'm Johnny. And this is episode 18. Today, we're going to talk about the running industry, uh, where how it's changed in the last decade-ish, and uh, kind of some of the issues that may have come along with that. John is nodding in agreement to the beer we're drinking tonight. Heck yeah. That's a good one. All right. That might be... Uh I might have a second favorite Hefeweizen. Ooh. Well, tell us a little bit about the uh, beer and where it came from. All right. So tonight, we are uh, tonight. So oddly enough, uh, my wife is firmly believes up until that, that we always have multiple beers every night. Every time we record, she always thinks we have multiple beers. Really? Like, no, we always have. She's, well, when you're recording, I hear you say all the time, I'm going to have to get another one. I'm going to have to get another one. I said, yeah. So I'm like, I'd like to get another one, but we never get another one. I always well, say I'd like to get one. It requires us like getting up, yeah. stopping the recording. So tonight we actually are having multiple beers, uh, only because we are getting backlogged <laughs> yeah. in our beers. But anywho, more about what we're drinking right now, or as Flo likes to say, what is dehydrating us right now? Yeah. So I am going to totally butcher this brewery's name uh what do you think that is wrench i think wrench sounds right wrench it's r-e-n-t-s-c-h but uh you should know that because you should be following our instagram stories <laughs> uh, i just posted it to there uh so it's wrench brewery and it is out of texas this is one of the beers that uh jesse sent up to us uh from down yonder thanks jesse thank you buddy and uh Dude, that is a. Have you tasted it yet? Yeah, I did. That I, is a I'm good Hefeweizen. I'm going to be completely honest. Not a huge Hefeweizen fan. Yeah. However, it's tolerable. Yeah. Have you. Okay, so now, you know what this one really reminds me of? It's a lot like uh, Stasis. Yes, it is. It's definitely got a, a heavy on the banana note, which is which is good. I like it when it has a yes. little more of that banana y yeah. flavor. And less of the weedy kind of yeah, flavor. less yeah. of that that extra more banana because that weedy just sound. It's like I don't know what it is. It's yeah. a little too much because when you just have like the taste of banana, it just like tastes all weed. There is a ton of banana <clears> in there. You are right. It is. It is pretty delicious. I, though. I like this one a lot. It's nice and sweet and banana y. Uh, but here is like me being a granola eating hippie trail runner that I am. <laughs> uh, uh, it's brewed with one hundred percent wind power in Georgetown, Earth. Texas. <laughs> wind <laughs> so uh yeah georgetown texas 100 percent wind power brewed um whereabouts georgetown i'll I look that know. up i don't know uh but that's kind of a cool that's um i don't know the abv on this one because i haven't looked at it but it is I, this is a good beer i like this one a lot 
I like it a lot. I like it a lot. What's it say on the, uh, based on a traditional German wheat ale recipe, this modern Hefeweizen is perfectly balanced for a relaxing afternoon. Enjoy soft flavors from German malts, American wheat, and Texas water. Texas water. Texas water. It's bigger. It's bigger in Texas. <laughs> it's bigger in Texas. But that is, I like that a lot. Thank you very much, Jesse. Yeah, that was. That is a that is a really good one. Yeah, it's actually pretty good. And we'll get to the uh, to the second one a little later. So once we finish this one, probably halfway through, we'll get there. It's just outside of Austin. Is that where he's from? That's where. Remember, he's from. Uh, he because he travels a lot from Yellow Springs to Austin. It was Austin. So yeah, it's just yeah. it's it's like a suburb of Austin. A suburb thereof. So kind of like Delaware to. To Columbus. Columbus. Hashtag save the crew. Hashtag. You can't have it, Jesse. You can't have the crew. Oh, that's true. If you get the crew, I would say unsubscribe. But please don't do that. No. Because you're nice. Oh. You sent us I mean, beer. I like the crew, but I mean, I like listeners better. <laughs> <laughs> I like listeners and beer better. Uh, so I just pulled this up on Untapped real fast. It is a 5.4% ABV. I need to make sure I do that. And it does have a super low IBU. It is... 10 really <laughs> I mean, there is no hoppiness there's no there's, there's no, bitterness, no bitterness, to this. bitterness to this at all what's this called um, just wrench doesn't have a cool name uh no, no. It, and like looking at uh looking none at of the those rest, do as they say as i pull theirs up none of them really have it um you know what i'm kind of surprised on uh on everyone's rating on uh untapped this is only coming in at 3.56 well, I think th- it's because it's a Hefeweizen. Like, right. You know what I mean? Like, it's a good beer. Some people are real rating snobs. You know what I mean? Like, I'll never give something a four unless it, like, absolutely blows my mind. Oh, see, that's, yeah. See, see I, four is, like, my four. If I could, like, tolerate and drink it and I'm happy with it. Yeah. It's probably, like, a three, seven, five, and four. Like, if I'm, like, ecstatic, that's when I go, like, over 4.5. Yeah. I mean, this this is even <laughs> somewhere. Uh, see, like, this is where it gets tricky. This is somewhere between a 3.75 to a 4.25 for me. So uh, it's going to be a four. <laughs> so we'll call it a four. So we're going to round that 3.75 to 4.25 to a four. Back to a previous episode. Back to yodeling in the Walmart. That's a whole other story. I was listening to, did we talk about this with Chris and Leah talking about that guy? Like, what's worse is it's bad enough. They call him the yodeling kid, but they yes, call him the yes. Walmart yodeling yeah. kid. He's like, if I was a Walmart comedian, he was, I'd kill myself. He's like, I'm not telling this kid to do this though. Don't do that. I'm just saying Crystalia. He, I can see where he'd be an acquired taste for many people. Yeah. And mostly that people don't acquire it because yeah. they're just like, no, thanks. Yeah. No. Uh, so, uh, that's the, uh, beer for today. And yeah. then, um, we'll break out the other one later. Yeah, we'll do, we'll do another, like basically a smaller version of what we're drinking. Yeah. Um, and don't worry. This is only going to be a two beer episode. Now yeah. I want to thank everyone for listening to last week's episode, the crap beer episode. You guys really like that for some, you we, guys are sadists. Yeah. That like people telling us that we needed to do it t- like biannually. God, no. Like n- maybe once every two years. As they, if biannually, as they say, <laughs> biannually mean every two years, I can maybe do that. I like that was all I was like, that was, I am still like, I still think back about the ice house. I was at work talking to uh, people at, uh, like a uh, talking to our, our marketing team. And I was like, there is something really scary in ice house. Yeah. Because, and then one of the guys who at work also listens to the podcast, he's like, well, maybe you shouldn't have drink it like fourth. This is before <laughs> it released, you know? Yeah. And I'm like, no, I was like, we drink it. Number two. 
Was yeah, it was number two. And I said, I said, I'm telling you, man, it's only the second beer we drink, and we let off with like a high life. Yeah, which so that was nothing. Yeah, it was like that I was, was like, sm- we, those things went down smooth. Yeah. Like all right, this be, I still got two in the fridge. I almost had one this weekend. Just be, yeah, like yeah. I was a little, I was a little dehydrated, a little parched. I'm like you know what? What my whistle with just yeah, uh, yeah. a little bit of high life. <clears throat> but yeah, thanks for. Uh, Thanks for listening to that episode. People, people uh, really seem to enjoy it. You guys actually, the retention on that episode was like in like the upper 80%, which means m- most of you listen to all of it. <laughs> I'm going to be honest. I didn't listen to all of it when I was editing <laughs> it, but yeah, it was, uh, it was something else. I mean, we'll, we'll probably have to do it again. You know, what's kind of cool is I did not wake up with the hangover that I thought I would. I think no. I think the fact that we did it early enough in the day. Yeah. And I went home and I drank water and hydrated. <laughs> did and I tell you the text your wife sent me? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> she was not uber. Th- What's funny is I get home and my daughter is down there with her you know, boyfriend or whatever. And I was like, well, hello. And like, <laughs> was sitting like, like daddy pictures. drunk again at five 30 <laughs> sitting like selfies, selfies of like myself and my daughter and her boyfriend. <laughs> like my daughter's like yelling, like and all of her 14 year old angst of like, yeah. dad, stop, well, stop like, it. You're embarrassing me. Like, I think what, what I like, know, get out of my house. I kid. think what like put us over the edge, which was kind of funny was, and we didn't even, I don't think we posted anything about this as we did a little, like little shot of hypnotic when we got back in because uh, we were cleaning stuff out i remember chad's like when we said that to him he's like he's like did you spell something wrong i'm like no nope, yeah. that's uh that's nope, exactly that's how it's spelled blue so liquid on the flavor profile i'm still messing with on tax so i'm I, trying to yeah. multitask they're fine literally number one on flavor profile is banana, banana. Like, yeah. i cannot stress how banana this beer is banana b-a-n-a-n-a-s <laughs> what's her last singer's name uh, Gwen Stefani. I mean, imagine how many people she's taught to spell banana. Yeah, this shit is. <laughs> There's guys in high school that made like a, a parody video, and they literally just put bananas in toilets. And he's like sitting on the toilet, like pants down, like just. And he just literally is like, "This shit is banana." Like they like pan to the toilet, and it's just like mushed up bananas, just all in the. It was quite, weird, quite gross. I had fun. I had uh, nice friends in high school. Sounds it. <clears throat> I know some of them listen to this podcast, so I don't know if they remember that video. No one that was in the video, but someone that may have seen it. God, my throat is killing me today. Drink, drink a beer, man. Yeah, I guess I've got to do that. But, uh, anything other in your week Uh, that we need to catch up on? Well, let's see what else happened. Uh, uh, you know, I mean, we record on Sundays since everyone knows and today's mother's day. So I did have a nice, uh, little mother's day. Yeah. Mother's day brunch down at, uh, the walrus. Walrus. What sound does a walrus make? Oh, don't they uh, don't they make like a like a like a big groaning noise? Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, it was good though. I don't know. Oh, yeah. first time I haven't been there. there. Anyways, uh, but where, that, where is that? Where is that downtown? It is on Main, between third and fourth. What's what's kind of cool is like I don't know. I, maybe I don't go downtown enough to really keep discovering things. You could make a kick ass night out on just starting at Main. <laughs> on fourth and walking north because you can, here's what you can hit. Actually, I take it back. It make more sense to start north, north and walk down because you can start all the way north and you can hit uh wolf Ridge. Boom. Fun. Yep. And then you would go to pins mechanical. Yeah. Cause it's the next block. And then you could hit elevators, a little like creepy ass. <laughs> so like, sketchy. So sketchy looking, but so, the floor is fucking sticky. 
That floor is as sticky as my college house that I lived in was sticky. <laughs> it is fucked up, but it is really cool in there. Yeah. Uh, and they're super nice. Uh, so you didn't get hit elevator and then still walking south down fourth. The next thing you would hit would be, uh, you would hit, uh, it'd be 16 bit. Yeah. Oh, wait, do we hit pins already? Yeah. We pins, hit pins was right after Wolf and then 16 bit. And then after 16 bit on the same block, like, like, like same building, I think after 16 bit is, uh, late night slice. Oh yeah. And then after late night, uh, late night slices, like permanent place, you end on main street at the walrus at the walrus. Then you take an Uber home and you are for show yeah. Ubering home. Yeah. Yeah. But it was, Uber, not yet a sponsor of this podcast. Yeah, yeah. Well, know. Let's go with the lift. Lift. <laughs> Uber. Uber. Banned by. Yeah. Never going to be a sponsor of this podcast. <laughs> hey, Lift, uh, you hear that? We, we only want you. <laughs> hey, girl, you up? Hey, girl. Slide them DMs. <laughs> uh, um, but yeah, that's what we did. And then uh, got some good runs and like last minute runs and getting ready. Uh, lacrosse audience. Sorry. Yeah, no, that's pretty much it. Yeah. So, uh, but you know what? I know for the moms that's listening, yeah. I know it's like a couple days late, but happy mother's happy day. Happy mother's day. I guess we should have done that last week. I give the preemptive happy mother's day. It's, yeah. While we were drinking all those shitty beers. Hey mom. Hi. Hi. Hey, hey mom. Congratulations. You did this. <laughs> I love you. This is your fault. Moms. It actually, it all started. Actually, it started with our fathers. Yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah. Belated <laughs> happy mother's day to everybody. Um, that is kind of it for the weekend pass. For the Ooh. Let's jump right in to the uh, running industry. It. We've had a, uh, this is kind of a topic that John and I had originally talked about and tried to figure out what we want to do with. And we've had a couple other listeners kind of give similar things to it. So we've kind of combined it all into a, a master thing that we're just calling the running industry. So this is probably the first episode I've actually done a little bit of like pre-research for. <laughs> <laughs> Pay no attention to man behind the curtain. Yeah, I actually did some research for this. I actually did some looking up because I wanted to get some like decent stats about like running itself. Because obviously, people that run, uh, you, you probably run if you listen to this, or you just like banter. But uh, it has it obviously has grown. Um, I found uh, uh, an article talking about from 2004 to 2014 the number of Americans who ran um, 25 to 109 runs a year. So they call that an occasional runner. Oh, oh, not necessarily races, but just running, running in general. So like, run, days running. Sorry, runs that many? I'm like holy shit, that's <laughs> a lot of money. days running. That had increased by sixty percent. And in that same time, they call frequent runners, which are people that have run one hundred and ten runs or, or more a year, went from nine point nine million to six point or from six point four million to nine point nine million people in that ten year span. And then in that, the largest representation of that, that group was women 25 to 34 and women have outnumbered men in the U S since 2012 in running. So when you first told me this, this stat that I was like, well, duh, that's an obvious stat, right? Okay. So when you first told me this stat, I was like, well, that's, that's a stupid, that's obvious. Like women outnumber men, of course, like by about that percentage. So of course it should be. But then when you told me, however, yeah, it was, I think in the last like decade, like 15 or 20 years, that number was so 56% of the total. There was, there was 15.5 million race finishers in 2012 from this, that 56% of those being female. 
Which to that, I was like, well, that kind of makes sense. If that 50%, makes- 56% of the finishes are female. Right. But in 1990, this is there crazy. was only 4.8 million total finishers, so 4.8 to 15.5, and only 25% of those. That is crazy. So in 20 years. They doubled their numbers. They doubled their numbers. That is awesome. And I think, I think it just comes to the fact of like people realizing that like there's, there's an additional sport out there where there, and it probably comes into line. I kind of brought this in our notes talking about, we probably should do an episode on women, maybe get an actual woman runner, like on the podcast to kind of talk about it. Cause Cause, obviously, cause what do we know about women? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, obviously I don't know why they're still married to us. Um, so tolerant. <laughs> yeah, that's, it's tolerant uh charity cases i don't know whatever you whatever, still drugged yeah whatever. <laughs> uh, it's not funny though um uh i forgot where i was going so, so yeah, talking about how, yeah like, so with, the with the women i think because it's become more of a light and you know right now especially like american women like the way the american women are running it is making like a huge difference i think for well, the younger you, generation because they're just kicking ass they're yeah, kicking you had, you had, a, and, you had, and you had, asses. You had a, a american win new york you had an american win boston yeah. i mean they're killing it Shane. and then you have the stories like because you know and i'll call the ethiopians and the kenyans and basically most people of boston like quitters like for you to drop out of a race at mile 18 because you weren't going to win that's a whole nother topic but it's kind of weird that you bring that up because like i saw on a possum page people were actually there's like a pretty good debate going on about that about oh really yeah about i didn't see that yeah they were talking about you know because someone has said you know hey the heart that you have to have to hang in there and finish right that boston race because it was just brutal that day right. and then someone like someone's like well it's different because they're elites and they got to worry about the next race and they got to worry about this they got to be they, you know they got to be cognizant it's not like it's not like us back at the packers that we're just like trugging through it they, they got real shit to be concerned about right but even then it's but not most of these know? cases it's not that they're hurt it's just that they're not oh, going yeah. to win. Yeah. Yeah. And they just like, well, if I can't win. Yeah. So it's, right, that's the difference. If they're, if they're feeling like, all right, I've got a tightness, yeah, something's yeah. happening by all means. Yes. That this is their career. This is their livelihood that they're dealing with. It but is strictly. They're not going to win. It's it, almost like a pouting. Like I'm going to take my ball and go home. Right. Kind of mentality. Well, when you saw the top 10 and I think all but one were from North America. Well, there's one there. Uh, well, what wasn't number the second place. Second place. She wasn't even an elite. Was she? No, she was like, a, she was like, it was her second marathon or first marathon. She, second marathon. Like a, like, she had qualified because she was a, she's a nurse. Yeah. She was, and was just training and, and basically like ran. She used to run. Apparently she's run track in college or high school. I, remember, I read an article on her and we're going off the woman tangent right now, but it's fine. Um, and I read an article about her talking about she ran fast. She just did this. She just happened to, to get a qualifying time to start with the elite people. Yeah. So she got like her name on a bib. She's like, Oh, this is pretty cool. Like whatever. This and, is kind of cool. And, and literally she said she had to like, she had to rebook her flight because she wasn't going to be there for interview day. Cause obviously she didn't expect a yeah, place. Yeah. So they had to like rebook her flight. She was filled with interviews and like phone calls and all this That's stuff. So, and she goes, awesome. so races on Monday, all of her interviews are on Tuesday. She's back at work on Wednesday. Being a nurse, being a nurse, waiting for the sponsorship calls. Nurses kick ass. Hey, Saucony. <laughs> yeah, I'm waiting. She's doing her rounds on the floor with Saucony's on out, yeah. like, like <laughs> compression, like <laughs> compression sleeves on and exactly. shit. It just like street branded, like, uh, yeah, was it, in the uh, Talladega nights. She's like, I do love fig Newtons. <laughs> like, but this is sure distracting. <laughs> um, uh, so, yeah, so there's, there's been a lot of runners. The runners have absolutely grown. The whole industry has just like taken off. And for the, 
good and bad. Like yeah, I think a lot yeah. of people started running when fitness, when the health rise came through, like, Hey, we probably should take care of ourselves, do some more cardiovascular type exercises. Running became that thing because for all intents and purposes, running's a cheap hobby to get yeah, into is yeah. like training and like for cardio purposes because all you need is shoes. Yeah. You don't, you don't have need, to have, you don't need to pay to learn how to trail technically, run. Technically you don't need expensive shoes. I mean, you can like, you can go get, you know, that's, and that's a whole nother tangent. We'll get on here in a few minutes. Yeah, about we'll that. get on that one. But you know, so, you know, along with the, you know, talk about the way the sport has grown. You have the people who initially did it because of health benefits and all this kind of stuff. Yep. And then you got the people who, you know, like I started running also because of the health benefits, but what really kind of drug me like deep into the <laughs> deep into the addiction of running was, was the, was the FOMO. Yeah. You know, like the fear of, you know, like, yeah, you have FOMO. Bad. I am a horrible FOMO. I am the, if worst. you guys don't know FOMO, John did to say it, but it's a fear of missing out. Yeah. FOMO F O M O fear of missing out FOMO. Like I am the king of FOMO. Like I cannot stand, like I can't stand seeing like a kick ass pictures. People are like, Totally crushed this. Oh, hey, by the way, congrats to people who destroyed Thunder Bunny. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, saw a couple people crush Thunder Bunny down there this weekend. Uh, and I know two guys who went out and did pretty good at a race out in PA. Uh, but anywho, um, but 50 miles, I believe. Um, distractions. Squirrel. Squirrel. Uh, but no, I am bad about FOMO. So now you got the people, you know, you got people who sign up because they want to be healthy. And then, you know, they're at the office or telling their friends, oh, yeah, I've, I've, I've slimmed down. I'm down a pant size. You know, da, 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 da. Yeah. Well, I want to be down a pant size. Well, I want to go see this. I want to go see that. Yeah. And next thing you know, they're in it. Yeah, next thing you know, you're signing up. Your neighbor's so. talking to you about this cool trail race. That's that's <laughs> you a got 50K some neighbor. Attendant. You got some neighbor yelling across the yard yeah. at you about signing up for a 50k. Hey, trail you want to do this 50k? Sure. It's not that much further than a marathon. Let's just do that. So, uh, but yeah, so I think so. John said, you know, that the FOMO for sure. I think I kind of started in it is I needed something cheaper than golf when I moved to Ohio, as fitness wise. And I was like, oh, running sounds good. It'll be cheaper than golf. It's 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 definitely not at this point, um, but. I wanted to, to support races with charity. We've kind of talked about this many times before about trying to find races that support causes and stuff like that. But one thing we've seen, um, is in the growth of this whole running thing and commercialization. I keep messing up that commercialization. word. Commercialization. Commercialization. What he said, what we find in this is if there's a buck to be made, someone's going to make it, which again, you know what? Capitalism, I get it. It makes sense if you know if you need to sell something. Sounds good, but I think what's what's changed in running since it started is they they did a lot of these races for charity. So whether it's a five k, ten k, whatever, yeah, it was like let's do it for a cause. We're getting together. Most of the time it was just walking. That's, yeah, that's, you, ever, you always heard of just walking five k. Yeah, yeah. And now people, I've read a few articles in my brief research of people literally quitting their jobs to become race directors. Right. And okay, and like I know Jonathan said it, but like that's there's nothing wrong with it but the bad thing is is now you've almost got people who are taking advantage right almost where you know uh portions of the proceeds go to go to charity right what's well, that portion what portion and oh by the way do the portions go to the charity yeah unless you check like a little block like how do the portions go to the charity right. like you know we brought just, up john brought up a local race last last week in the crap beer episode kind yeah. of talking about that it's that kind of situation where it's, you're like uh, you say a portion well what's the portion what does it actually go towards and is it off the top is it after every is it a yeah. portion after everything is paid or is it a portion from the top yeah 
So, uh, I, I, you know, I, I don't know. I, I, I get it. Like people's got to make money. I mean, I, 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 I right. But I think what happens in that same case is you're basically oversaturating with races. I mean, from, I would say, well, end of March to damn near November, you, you probably could find at least a 5k within 30 miles of Columbus. Are you kidding me? We got a, we got a, we got a running club down in Columbus that uses their same trail multiple times a month, probably for a race. Yeah. So they beat the shit out of their course. Yeah. You know, I mean, they've been, they've been gifted this absolutely magnificent piece of property. Oddly enough, they were gifted it because they jacked up another course, which I mean, how about the irony there? Yeah. Hey, you completely destroyed this course and then they get given another one and now they're messing it up. So, yeah, I mean, but but it comes to a point of is, is why are you doing this? And I, it goes twofold as I read some articles that actually in the last three years, Rona participation has actually gone down. Should I turn on the light? Is it too dark in here? It is getting weird. Like yeah. what, what, I, I'm like, like something. Oh, you know what? I think it's your, it's computer the, screen it's a computer screen. I'll turn this light on. Uh, oh, oh, there we go. <laughs> now we can see things. The r- actual like overall runner percentage has gone down and business people are equating it to is because of oversaturation, too many yeah. races, too many things like this, people are becoming a little pickier and it's charged. It's causing race directors to kind of rethink like, Hey, maybe this, maybe the charities we're supporting aren't what things, or maybe people want to support charities or maybe they're not getting enough swag or like, what can we do to change this? Yeah. Because the last three years there has been a slow, not a steep decline, but a slow decline in that, participation. That's what we refer to in the business world as a diminishing return. Ooh, It's um, like they hit the ceiling and you're like, Oh, how much more money can we spend in this? You're not getting anything else out of it. It's just to equate it to like, I mean, here's a direct, you know, correlation to uh, you know, for you, Ohio state fans, you know, Ohio state football keeps upping their tickets every year. And guess what? People keep paying for it. Yeah. So for the longest time races, there kept being more races, kept being yep. more races. People kept signing up, people kept signing up. So at some point, oh, shoes and they raise their football tickets just so high that people are like F this. And they'll, they'll no longer get their 110,000 seat sellouts. Yeah. And well, for- we have hit that critical mass for running. We haven't quite hit it yet, obviously right. for our shoe tickets, because those things are still got awful expensive. So right. we've hit the critical mass, but yeah, in road racing, this has happened. I say it a few years ago, trail running is still on the up and up, still but it's, it's going to be, it's going to be close. I read an article from an Australian company that said that they had like three highly competitive ultra races in Australia the same weekend. Like Australia is not that big, right? Right. Like, population wise to, right. to have that many ultra race, like big races that yeah. you want top tier athletes to perform at. And it's so weird that you would think they would get together and like coordinate that to where, right. you know, I mean, like, oh, I understand that, but I mean, racing has evolved into or not racing necessarily, but running has evolved into where it's like even themed races. Now, I mean, you got everything from like color runs to like the hot chocolate run to the phone runs to your warrior dash your Spartan, your stuff and it kind of tagging along before we go down that line sorry uh one stat that i did find uh in 2014 there were more than 30,000 running events taking place in the u.s from 5k 10k five mile half marathon marathon as a whole yeah. running specific events. So not your obstacle course races, color runs would, would fall into this more than 30,000 across the U S that's crazy. That's nuts. How many is that? I feel like that math should be really easy. Well, no, there's no way that the math is easy. So let's 30, do 30,000. Well, cause it's three, three sixty five. So I mean, I was, I was just trying to do like, well, let's do 52 weeks. Cause these aren't going to be every day. So that's 567 a week. 
divided that's, by two, that's 288 every Saturday or Sunday. Yeah. If, obviously, there's some races during right, the week, right. but you might more have often like, than not, we'll skew, we'll skew it to 250. Yeah. So 250 races every weekend day. So every Saturday, every Sunday. So that means every it does, weekend. That's just going to prove that. I mean, if you want to run. <laughs> yeah. There's no excuses there's about no, opportunities. There's nothing. There's something around. There's got to be something yeah, around. You're looking at the wrong place. Yeah. But sorry, John. Continue uh, with no, it. But yeah. So like, well, it kind of funny because the guy kind of brought up something like uh, talk about the, all the different kind of runs. And you got the, you got all those themes, the color runs, the hot chocolate runs. I mean, there's just so much out there now that they are truly trying to tap into every single person they can. I mean, they're going to find a way to appeal to even your non runners, you know, and, and try to bring them into the running world, you know, which, which, you know, that's what, yeah, I don't know. I mean, Spartan races and, um, warrior, warrior dashes dash. and stuff like that runs, not runs. I mean, I mean, uh, they're obstacle courses. I mean, you run from obstacle, to obstacle, but I, right. I don't know if it's really, but I mean, that's, I, I mean, mean, they're still challenging, but that's, they're challenging. I mean, I, tell I, you what, I, I have no upper body strength. There's no way I'm climbing up a wall. I, I'll tell you what, that's one of the ways that Jen got into running. Oh yeah. I mean, so she, uh, her first couple of things was, uh, yeah. and what's funny is like, well, uh, uh, every Halloween around Halloween down at, uh, Alum Creek, they have a zombie run. Okay. Which is essentially, you know, take the idea of the warrior dash, right? And then around every obstacle, you have zombies. Okay. So you have like little things hanging off from you. And the goal is to get through this 5K course with like as many things attached to you as possible. Gotcha. So, I mean, I mean, it's just crazy how many different ideas there are out there to try to get people into running. And with like the color runs and stuff like that, uh, statistic again, I'm, I'm just going to be the stat man. I'm the stat. You remember stat man? Yeah. Yeah. Maybe we'll make that the intro song. I don't know because I know Scott has something other. Well, Never mind. Never. Yeah. So sixty percent of color run participants had not previously run a five k or longer. That is absolutely and bonkers. They, they said ah, I, I can't remember the stats. I didn't write it down, but there was something like seventy or eighty percent of color run participants are because they saw their friend do it the previous year or a previous event on social media, and they thought they had fun. And they thought, like, hey, that looks kind of fun. Maybe I'll get started. And FOMO. It, it could be. Yeah, exactly. It could be great. It's like, hey, you're getting people into the sport. But yeah. at the same time, these color runs aren't cheap. You're looking no. at like 60 bucks for a 5K. That is, and then they're selling merch. And then they're doing it. And guess what? It goes nowhere. Oh, people are dropping mints on those. It's on, literally on, just going straight, straight to, to the pockets. pockets. It's straight corporate. Which, yeah. again capitalism if there's a buck yeah. to be made so yeah. be it but i think it's taking the taking the roots of of people race directors like myself and and john and, and the possums and you know, those kind of things of saying roy hager and, and yeah wild bill uh wild bill wagner up in up in uh cleveland area right we're wanting to give back to the community and these kinds of things it's hard to distinguish between the two because they're like well these people yes i'm paying 10 bucks more or like or i'm only paying 10 bucks more but i get yeah. three t-shirts or the freaking uh, hot chocolate run you get this like sweet ass half zip yeah and stuff like that and you're just like yeah you're paying 70 bucks but guess what it's it's paying for that jacket yeah yeah, yeah you may only you may pay 65 dollars for a race but you're getting some pretty cool shit and the money's going to charity yeah yeah I mean, and then you got your, I mean, I mean, those are huge, but then you got your like monster, monster, monster companies too. I mean, you got, I mean, I, I, I think I, I was watching shark tank as a matter of fact, and they were talking about this. There are literally corporations now running corporations that are franchises rather that sell out their franchise licenses. Oh really? Around the U S. And so, you know, you have those popping up now where like, and that one was more of an obstacle course. I was watching where they're like an obstacle course style run. 
but they are just basically selling their ideas. And I mean, imagine the money that's being made. Yeah, and the bad thing with these like big ones is, <clears throat> as stuff gets so big, you lose you lose what it really once was. Yeah. Great example. You know, one of the ones that I I've personally never run one that I'm aware of, but you have like your 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 event series kind of. Um, kind of races like your uh rock and rolls and all that oh, you've never done a rock and roll i don't think i've ever done a rock i've and roll. done a handful of them but like like every person i've ever talked to who's done a rock and roll they're like yeah i'm pretty you're, good never doing that you're again. paying for the hype i mean you're paying for a concert you're paying for whatever and it's and it's it never what, from what i've experienced it's never lived up true it, it's only true if you're on the half marathon. Yeah. Every single one of the rock and roll courses are good for a half marathon. And that's the it. full races. They literally are like, we're, we're favoring the half marathon of runners. If you want to do a full, do a full. That's fine. And you know why but like folks? the food gets done. The food is over. There's everything's done. And, and call me a conspiracy theorist, but I'd be willing to bet if we check their numbers, it's because the majority of the interest is in the half marathon. Yep. So that's who they're going to cater to. That's, that's their sweet spot. That's where they make yeah, the most. I mean, and they, they sell things like these VIP packages and stuff where it's like, oh. give us an extra $200 and you'll, you'll get a, a special porta potty and like a, you'll start in one of an earlier corral or stuff like this. And, 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 and with this, and you know, with this next like paragraph is why we really wanted to get into this conversation of the running industry. Cause we really wanted to kind of talk about the, okay. Like, yeah, the running industry as a whole, but more about like, the downfalls of the running industry. Yeah. Bef- I, before you like, get into the downfalls, we'll get into there. Are you done with your beer yet? Uh, I can be, let's finish them off and then we'll start the next one. I really did enjoy that beer. That was very good. Mm. Oh, government warning. You may get pregnant. Jonathan's going to get pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to get it pregnant. <laughs> Tracy Morgan style. <laughs> Dude, have you watched his new TV show, The Last OG? I haven't, but I heard it's hilarious. Dude, it is so effing funny. Tracy Morgan is the best. Is it weird? Like, I feel like I can still see a difference from post bus accident to yeah. pre bus accident. Is yeah. that weird? Like, no, like, I feel like even like in his like speech pattern and even yeah. like in his like, the, like, I mean, he was in a coma for a good little like, bit. Wasn't like he? There's like, I think so. I think there's like, I think it, I think I can still see a difference, but that might all be in like sublimate. That might be in my I mean, head. It, it could be that it's like character too. Cause I mean, he was already, he was already kind of there, but it, he seems slow to respond. Yeah. And some things in yeah, his speech pattern, he'll get off topic sometimes. Yeah. And I think it, he, it could be and just, we can pick up on off topic shit. <laughs> <laughs> we, know, beer. we know someone who can get off topic. Yeah. All right. So, uh, so now I'll, I'll talk about this beer here. We've got this. Beer again. Here. <laughs> get your beer hey, here. Dude, you know what we should do? Dude, we should do a fucking event. We should do a run beer and BS event out at a ball game. All right. Well, we can make that. I'm sure we can make that happen. The Clippers. We could definitely do a Clippers. That'd be fun as shit. We'll just reach out to like a promo. Be like, hey, can we get like a group rate or something like that? We'll get like yeah. a group together and sell the. <clears throat> All right. That's an idea. We'll talk Holy about that. Also recorded. We need to drink two beers more often. <laughs> um, okay. I, I, I just noticed that this is primarily American. Uh, <laughs> I do like it. Generally Southern, primarily American. We've got Meta Modern Session IPA from Oasis. 
Oasis, is it Oasis Texas Brewing Company or Oasis and it's a Texas Brewing Company? Um, you know, it's funny. Is I had to look this one up earlier because I couldn't remember because when I first got him in from Jesse, I was pretty, I geeked out and I was going through and I was looking them all up. Yeah. And I, this is one of the ones I had to look up. Nope, it's, it's Oasis Texas Brewing Company. That's what yeah. that was actually called in the can too. Again, this is another Austin beer, uh, Citra and Mosaic Cosmically uh coalence in this juicy transcendent beer thanks to a special technique called hop bursting deliberately small beyond modern sorry the text is kind of weird written on here so that's why it's hard for me to drink it's but hard to read it's so the people who don't know this can is it's there's it's a little all over the place whoa is it good that is good hey, oh, oh you know what this actually has the thing on the back of it that we didn't know what it was no, it's me and Scott Wolf. Me and Scott Wolf is looking at this. You're looking at the this level, right? Yeah, yeah. All right, so I'm going to actually... I'll put this picture out here right now. The OG, is that the what you're The OG 10 and a half. That's gravity. I've never seen that reading on the back of a beer can. I've or, never on, seen it on a can, but... On a yeah. bottle or anything. Like, I've never... I was like, what the fuck is it's the OG gravity. 10 and a half? I don't, I don't know much about... Gravity! You know who we should reach out to? Who John Mayer, because he knows it. a little bit of gravity. You know who would know a ton about it's it? It's working. I, you and John Mayer... I have a like whatever. Interest. Uh, I'd have his love I, child. <laughs> right back to getting pregnant. Uh, I should. We should reach out to uh, the Stasis and have them explain uh, the OG. We should have an episode that just like explains beer things. I mean, it'd be kind of interesting. Yeah. I don't know. I'd find it interesting. At least. I'll write that down. Uh, but anywho, the, the, talk I, about the beer. Sorry, I've already taken a drink of it. That is good. It is. Uh, mm. Then I get another taste of it so I can tell you. It's it's not hoppy. It's not super hoppy. It's just kind of nice and uh that's a good summer beer. Yeah. I can see where if you sit down at a hot ass heat of Austin, Texas, like in a like July, August kind of day. You mean like November? <laughs> Dude, I, I honestly got I think I'd die. I, I went to I went to Houston one time in March, maybe? And I honestly, God, thought I was going to die heat stroke. I went in July. I went to a Mets game at the Astro, the Astrodome. That. Astrodome in July. That is awesome. It's a super cool. We got there and it was a rainy day. So they had the uh, retractable roof closed. Yeah. And it's one of the roofs that actually, it doesn't split in the middle. It goes from one side all the way to the other. But it was a fireworks night. So we were sitting in upper decks because uh, Kayla's, my brother-in-law worked for Marathon Oil. Yeah. And they got tickets and the Mets just happened to be playing that game. So we, that's why we were there. And so it was firework night and the rain had stopped during the game. So we got to see the roof completely open up and then oh, watch cool. the fireworks. Yeah, it yeah. was really cool. That was a pretty cool place. Yeah. Uh, this, right, let me try I, this. I really like this a lot. I actually kind of I, see. And like amazingly, Ooh, that is delicious. I think that's a, that's a 4.25 for me on the rating on the old, uh, on the old uh, untapped gram. Yeah, and you can find us on untapped. We, we talked about it earlier, but we'll have the links in the show notes. You can find all of our show notes at runningbeerandbs.com slash EP018 for episode 18. Uh, you'll be able to see uh, the beer we're drinking, everything we're talking about. I'll post some of the articles we're talking about too, but talking about this, you'll have it's our untapped juicy. links. It and is that very like, juicy. I, I like Generally that. Southern, primarily American. I'm adding juicy to the the profile list. It's kind of weird that it's not in there. Uh, yeah, that's really good. I like that one a lot. Uh, I dare say, as much as I went on about how good the previous one is, 
I kind of like this one a little bit better. I I like it a lot better just because I don't like Hefeweizens. Yeah. But this is actually a really smooth IPA. Yeah. I wonder if it's because now, generally speaking, you know, we, we have another, I'm more generally speaking, are session IPAs smoother than standard IPAs? I, I, I don't know what session means, to be honest. Isn't because there's session, session other things as well. Right. I think session is a style of session in craft beer. There's only a way we could look this up. If only there was a machine where we could type questions in and then like on that machine, there was also a, like a page or like billions and billions and billions of pages right. where you could type stuff in and it would give you an answer. Uh, <laughs> I just unlocked the badge writing steady. Woo-hoo. So this is a low alcohol again. Yeah. We'll, we'll, Jesse, ask, Jesse we'll talk take, to the Jesse taking care of us and not saying oh, yeah. it's like super boozy shit yeah uh this was four and a half this is four and a half but that's why like you said it's 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 smooth it's not too hoppy it's super smooth and juicy yeah yeah this is this is really good i like this one a lot all right back into the topic so as john was talking about this is kind of the whole reason this thing came up is kind of the negatives to it so what do we we think and and so it says what do we think is cool what do we think is not cool and mind you we get it up some people are going to think that people are like what are you talking about that's that's awesome that they do that other people are like yeah i don't think that's awesome you know so a good example uh some people you know I, some people think it's a great idea to pay for like coaching and pay for um, training and all this other kind of stuff. I, I just happen to be of that mindset that just the best coach is life itself, man. Just get yep. out there and kind of grip it, it, rip it and go for it. But along with that same, that whole like paying for like coaching and paying for like coaches are great if you need to be held accountable and you have like a hard goal and you need someone like kicking your ass to get you there i get that i totally totally get that um i guess my bigger thing is is like if you are just paying to go to a class to learn how to do you know like running things that i can't wrap my head around but the other the bigger issue in this is it's, it's that 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 praying mentality of them taking advantage of people who just don't know quite what they're talking about. Right. And like, so it's this VIP perks that like a lot of the races are doing like Jonathan saying, like where they're fear based selling the markup of, Hey, you know, it's drop us another 80 bucks and you can have this nice clean Porter John. First off, how the fuck they know that thing's going to be clean? Cause guess it's what? A Porter John. It's not going to be clean. Same, that same Porter John. They just sold you for 80 bucks. They offered it to all like 15,000 other yep. runners. Uh, it just happens to be set off behind a gate that guess what? I'm going to hop that fucking gate anyways, and I'm right. going to use it. <laughs> if I need to use it, I'm going to use <laughs> it. So it, it's just, you know, Oh, you know, if, if you don't give us this 80 bucks, you, you might not get to use the toilet before the race starts. Like, come on, right. man. Like it, it's not that bad, you know, or like, you know, uh, again, this along the same lines. And I know for a fact, these people around here exist is the, uh, you, you spend, um, you, you go out and you buy a $150 pair of Hoka, or a hundred fifty dollar pair, or whatever, and then yeah, it, it drives me effing nuts. You spend all this money on these super expensive shoes. That oh, by the way, some dude just mapped your feet and told you this is the perfect shoe for you. Yeah, this is the shoe that's perfect for you. Oh, you know what you should do? You should totally buy this this insert that goes inside of it. Oh, wait a second. 
Right. The fuck do I need the insert for if you just told me this shoe is a perfect yeah. shoe for me? If the shoe's perfect shoe, why do I also need this? And yeah. Like so, John said, it's that fear-based selling and it's kind of a tough thing. Like when we started running, there wasn't, I mean, there was a good amount of information because obviously running has been happening for a little bit of, you know, a couple hundred thousand years. Uh, not that long. That sounds like a long time, a couple thousand years. Uh, and obviously there's, there's information out there, but it wasn't like overwhelming where there's all this stuff. They're like, Hey, get some shoes that, you know, support your feet properly. And that's really all it is. There wasn't, you know, all of these shorts and shirts and special everything that you needed. And so it was a little easier as a a new runner consumer to take, you know, walk into a store whatever and find what you need. Now there's just so many options and so many people trying to make a buck in any such way. And and that's, I mean, that's a big pet peeve of mine too, is I have people ask me like, what kind of shoes do I need? And I'm like, you know, go to a running store. They'll tell you, you know, how your arch falls and stuff like that. I go, but you got to be careful where you go. I always, I always send people to Columbus running company. Yeah. CRC always because they're, they're so great and they're so knowledgeable and they're not going to oversell you. If you, you know, yes, shoes are expensive. You might have to, you might buy a $150 pair of shoes because that's the the model just came out and that kind of works and you like the feel of it. Don't go to Coles and buy a running shoe off the Coles track. Like God love Coles, but like, you know, love me some Coles bucks, (laughs) but maybe not the place to buy running shoes. Yeah. But, but with that, it's sorry. If you go, if you go to there's certain places, and I'm not going to call them out by name because I, I wrote them down by name and I said, you know what? I'm not going to do that. But you, everyone, I mean, people that are listening to this probably know what if we're talking about. If you know us, if you've ran with us for more than five minutes on yeah. the road and or trail, you have probably heard us you've heard bitch us talk in, about like, this length, but it's like you, you spend this money and they're like, it's like John said, it's the perfect shoe for me. But all of a sudden they're like, Oh, you also need to buy this custom insert. And it's like, yes, are there needs for ortho- orthopedic, orthotics, orthotics, orthopedic, that's orthopedic, uh, orthopedic inserts. I don't know. Orth- orthotic inserts. You know what? There's such bullshit. I don't know what they're called. Yeah, whatever. If, but there may be an actual need for it. If you have some medical, like there could right. be some issue there and you're like, but you go to a doctor, right? Right. You go to a doctor that gives you a prescription and you get them done in your insurance. You, you, covers go, you go to a PT, you go to a physical right. therapist and they literally map your foot. They, right. They, it's like, not something it's just, where you run on a treadmill and they do a heat sensor because you're you you sat on some foam and you yeah. rocked back and yeah. forth and they're like here's your perfect mold because they, yeah. they warmed it up and they made you step god that bothers i just want to name them yeah. so bad that but, everyone already but knows the thing is like I, I, I am i have sent people there told them go here they'll tell you what kind of shoe you should get and then go to running warehouse and then go to crc <laughs> and get them at crc like i've yeah. done that i've done that because i just that place is and they're not the only one. There is no, places. There, there's, there, there is are a places ton of places that will just absolutely say, Oh, this is perfect for you. And I just, that absolutely kills me. And it goes and, from that into the, the kind of like what John was saying that too, is, you know, pain to do, to learn how to run or to do any of that stuff. And it's like, life experience is going to do that. The first time I went on a trail is cause I went on a trail. Did I fall? Yes, I fell. Did I twist my ankle? Yes, I did. But Dude, guess I what? Still I still fall. Right. Like, like every, every 15th run, I still fall. Yeah. Bust my ass hard. And you're like, you, but you just have to, you, you roll with it. And you understand it's going to come. Literally. <laughs> Fat boy running down the hill. Yeah. I just fell, uh, for the, for the, uh, possum Turkey try. I fell and busted my ass. Remember, was you there? No, that's, I believe was it, I was there. You, was it I didn't run with trial? you. The was it a turkey trial or was it the Christmas one? One or the other? Christmas. It was Christmas because I wasn't there. I remember hearing about this. And, and so not only did I fall, but I had two different shoes. <laughs> yeah, that's because you, you you didn't bring both pairs of shoes. You brought one of each. <laughs> I brought one of each. 
and then proceeded to bust my ass. You brought one of each. We're like, damn, I'll still, I'll deal with it. What, what could possibly happen? I'll tell you what can happen. You can fall and bust your ass down a hill. But yeah, there's just so many options for new runners, and it's, it's kind of a little bit of the fear of missing out, the fear based selling of if you don't have this, you're not going to do anything. If you don't have the GPS watch that does all of these extra things, you know, people that go out and run five Ks, but then spend seven hundred dollars because they have a watch that has a twenty five hour GPS battery life, and it's like, hey, guess what, bro? You don't need it. Not two, happening. Or two, you need that. Two okay. or three of the most badass fast runners I know run with Timexes. Yeah, they just need the time. That's all they want to know. I found out. I found out one of the guys I run with a lot. That fucker's been running routes and has been underestimating them his, almost his entire adult life. <laughs> he's thought he's been running. He thought he's been running like let's say three miles. Yeah, and he's been running like five. <laughs> I'm like, how the fuck? He's like, I don't know. He's like, I don't, I don't. I, I just, just thought run. it was a slow three miles. He, I just run. I just run. I'm like, that is, and th- those numbers aren't yeah. exact, but yeah, but still. He's, he's literally been like, so, but yeah, you have that. And then you have like the, I need the latest water bottle. Cause it's two ounces lighter. So like, uh, you know, me and somebody are going through a thing right now where they need a vest and it, the big thing is like how many bottles, how many did, how many did, and at the end of the day, get what, is right for you for the, you know, it's just, 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 that's why it's hard reading reviews and stuff. Most, Cause you like, you'll read reviews and try to like piece together. Like, all right, is this good or not? And then you read the reviews and the people are like, I was hoping it would make my lunch for me too. And you're like, no, yeah, like yeah. that's not how, that's how life works. What? Like, don't expect like, on the note it didn't of, say this is what it does. So why are you expecting more on the note of new, like things in running? Yeah. What is your position on the collapsible water bottles? Like the, like, you know what I mean? Like the squishy, the, like the light. Well, like the one I have. Yeah. The one that like, I love them. See, you like, I just, I don't know. Well, the, the, there's a back and forth. I like them until they're empty. <laughs> like because, an empty water bottle. Well, because it, there's not an easy way to store them at least because yeah. what do I have, I have the Scott jerk three, yeah. I think, uh, cause it, it came with those. That's the only reason right, I got it. Right. And once they're empty, they become a little harder to keep in the, the water bottle pocket. So I have to throw them in the back pocket, which then when I get to an aid station, it becomes a pain in the ass to get out of the back now, pocket. Because do you have to put them in the back pocket because they're hard to get into the water pockets or because they're hard to get, or do they not they stay don't in? stay nice. So they'll, they'll fall all the way down and it like bothers me. It's like rubbing against Rubs. the ribs uh, because it, because then the nozzles right there, other than that, the nozzle usually sticks out. Yeah. 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 It's like you have just like, you're like milking yourself. While yeah. You're running. Yeah. <laughs> Interesting. But yeah, I don't, I like them, but then again, that's the only vest I've ever had. Yeah. So that's worth it. I've never run with, um, with hard bottles on the front, but I liked yeah. it because it was softer. And as I got done with the fluids, I could throw it in my back. And yeah. then if I got to an aid station or something like that, be like, I could pull in, you know, cause it's easy to reach the stuff in the back of that one, pull it out, hand it to my crew and be like, fill these up but they don't take up much space when they're empty. And by the way, he talks to his crew just like that. Fill these up. Uh, there's, there's video proof of me walking in going, how you feeling? I need water. Yeah. And I just it's keep not, walking. It's not, Hey guys, thanks for being out here. Yeah. I love you guys. Thanks. More full video. You finishing too? <laughs> or you running, you running Mo? <laughs> I'll pull some of the, pull some of the B roll. I am a delight on this. <laughs> This is all your fault. You made me do this. I hate you. Shut up. Uh, Shut up. This is your fault. I just want to sleep. I broke, I broke the news to Jin that I'm like, you know what? Taking this year off has really kind of like restoked the fires. And I, I was watching her out cause we were driving when yeah. I was talking to her. I'm driving. She's in a passenger. I was like, you know, taking this year off has really kind of restoked the fires. 
And I, I said, I, I said, I kind of want to do at least another hundred next year. And I was kind of watching out of the corner of my eyes. I said it and I swear to God, I watched her little heart break. <laughs> <laughs> she did like the long, like, <sighs> like the long blink. Uh, what's the, what's, uh, solemn, uh, solemn. What's the S word I'm looking for? Like sad was, um, uh, sad. No, gosh, darn it. Our librarians they have to get on this. We are totally going to get. You have to get that thesaurus hashtag, out. Hashtag you've been librarian. <laughs> librarian. She's a get us. Oh man, I got it. That's, oh well, but yeah, I told you. She looked. She looked. She's like, I kind of figured this would happen. Yeah, this. I knew that. I knew this day was coming. I, I said, knew we'd have this conversation. Yeah. Well, what do you think? She's like, oh, you know, I'll support you. I'm like, oh, poor Bill. Yeah, yeah. So nice. Poor. So supportive. Just, you just. Take take the uh, take the punches with it and just roll with it. God, she's a good wife. Yeah, poor thing. But yeah, so wrap back to this. It's I think I think my issue with a lot of the the growth is it's kind of just turned into turned into a product. Which it's, I mean, it it I get it again. It's one of those. It's like a back and forth. Like you guys say, like John said, there's some people that are be like, hey. This, I like it. Give me more. I yeah, want, I want, I want more options. I want more of this. I want more of that. I want more of this, but I think you have to really think about where racing came from, whether it's trail or road. Cause trails, trails going to hit this like peak here soon. Oh, it's got it's, to, it's got to, because it's just, it's ridiculous. The amount of trail runs where, and like you said, you know, groups getting nice trails and just ruining them because they're trying to overrun it. Like that's the difference between road and trail, like trails, you run a race, you need to give it some time to form to back. Like it's yeah. got a, it's got a heel the road. I mean, it's never healed well, anyway. And, and, it's potholes. Yeah. And then you got to be careful, even given it time, not only is it given time, but you can, you can't just like not sell out. Right. Like right. you've got to put maxes on stuff and you got yeah. to max it out. So. And we did, we did that with hangry. Like, I mean, we could have filled up more on hangry, but it was one of those where I gave it a hard cut at two fifty. Cause yeah. I'm like, I'm like, no one, it's going to be crowded too. Right. Uh, I mean, the parks are nice enough. To let us use a trail. I don't want to beat them to well, hell. And then, and then uh, it's funny. It's like, you know, one of the, one of the, like the really kind of interesting, probably often overlooked things about a race is that perfect balance between a good crowd where you have support and you got a fan, you have people out there cheering. So you want a fair amount of people, but you don't want a ton of people there that like you can't run. Right. Cause you're like, it becomes a, a walk because yeah, it's too cause tight. you're so crammed in. Um, it is, it's, it's a weird balance. I, I don't know. I, I just, it's, it's that podium or that not podium. It's that pendulum that we were talking about before we started recording, recording. Yeah. We were talking, going over our nose or like that. And it's just right now running is in one of those pendulums where we are, we've almost swung as far one direction as we can. With, I would say like, road has hit that. Yeah. And it, now uh, it not saying be interesting. Well, yeah. Cause you said there's been a diminish. Yeah. So now, okay, we've hit that max. Now it's gonna be interesting to watch it swing back. And it's gonna be interesting to see what the big road running groups, corporations, whatever begin to take away. Well, I think, I think what, what's happening and this is kind of where the pendulum is swinging is people are saying road races did all this stuff. They're all about the money, all this stuff. So what are we going to do? Trail running seems pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. And basically you're losing runners from the road running thing into the trail running, which can be great. But at the same time, if you have that same mentality of, 
I'm doing all these races to get all this cool swag and stuff like that. Then you go to trail like, well, why don't these have this? I, then certain race directors are going to be like, well, I need to start selling this stuff or I need to start doing this stuff. I wonder what the percentage balance is that is okay. Uh, for every five road races, this many is 100% profit. This many is, is charity Yeah, compared to that same five in trail. Trail's I wonder, definitely I, more, I think. More charitable. Yeah. I would think also. I wonder if that's maybe... But I think, I think another thing with Trail 2, which is a lot of them are charitable, but sometimes the charities are supporting the parks and the trails. Yes. They're kind of... Which, like, is, not a, which is not a bad thing well, at all. I, I mean, uh, we got a, we got a, we have a, a person who listens to our a podcast a lot that I do a fair amount of running with who is going to be, or going to be, or is a member of the Metro parks, uh, some shape or form of way. Like if I'm not, he's on the board. He's on the board and it, like, he's going to do a pretty cool thing where he wants to introduce ultras into the park system. And like, so some so people of, can see all of the parks and so like go yeah, to parks. You don't know yeah, about. So some of it's going to be profit because it's the park, but at the same time, that profit is going to support the park. You know what I mean? Like right. it's going to be like this duality, right. but I think that's why trail runners trail runs have more charitable because they, they instinctively already yes. have something you need it's to organic support too. Right. Yeah. And and like even that, like I could, well, Mo 100, right? Yeah. Like Mo 100, that, that homeboy is 100% profit. Yeah. Like make no, like there is no qualms about it. He is all about the profit. But at the same time, a ton of stuff that happens inside of his race, not a ton, some of the stuff, <laughs> some of the stuff that happens inside his race also goes back to Mo and back to the trails and back to all this kind of stuff. So it's one of these weird things where like you're, it's organic to it. So there's money getting back into it. So I can, I can, even that I can stand behind. I don't know. I right. Just, and it's, it's, I think it's a fine line and, and who's, who's to really say what that line is, is sure as hell is not us. Not us. We're not experts on any well, of this stuff. What the hell do we know? We're just rambling. For yeah. It. We're just rambling. You know, I'll uh, drink yeah. two beers tonight. Two it's going to be, it's going to be a, we're going to give a doozy today. Frothy. Uh, <laughs> so that's, that's kind of the, I don't know. Do you have anything else about the, I, that's, that's kind of my two cents about all the running stuff and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. I mean, I think, uh, I think we're on the same page as we, I don't think at least in trail, it hasn't hit a crazy point yet. And at least road, they're starting to, to wake up into some of this stuff. But I think the problem is, and it's society in general is that fear of missing out and the fear based selling or where people are like, I need to get this because if I don't have the Apple watch three and I'm running, if someone sees me have an Apple watch one, like, Oh my goodness, what do you mean? You don't have GPS on your watch or I don't know. It's just those kinds of things, but that has to do with like our society as a whole has nothing. It has nothing to do with running specifically. It's just how our society is in the gotta have it. If somebody else has it, I need it. And they basically turned that into a marketing thing is, you know, yeah. I found when I was doing some research, they had, there's like three or four running shoe companies that make custom shoes now. So you get like whatever their, whatever the shoe is, but you put like custom colors on it, put your initials and they'll charge you like an extra $75 it's for insane. that. And it's like, why do you need this? Yeah, like, Hey, by the way, by the way, guys, you're going to go through three pairs of shoes, depending on how you're training two or three pairs of shoes a year. Yeah. So don't, don't spend $200 on a pair of shoes. Um, you know, go to your local running store or go to runningwarehouse.com. <laughs> Not yet a sponsor of this podcast. <laughs> yeah one day we're gonna get a sponsor and then we're like no but seriously they are yeah so please so please go visit them i think um yeah i mean yeah i think that's i think that's really it 
I can't think of anything else with that. I, I think we, we beat a dead horse there of we, uh, running has changed. There's a lot more people now. And I think that that's not a bad thing because people are living are, are healthier because of it. Um, I love going to races. And I remember the first few races we went to Kayla saw some people that were, um, pleasantly plump. That'd be the nice way to say it. And she's like, you think that like, what do you think they're doing? I'm like, they have marathon bibs on. And she's seeing these people cross the finish line more often than not much faster than me and going, how do they do this? And I'm like, cause it's not, there's, you don't have to have a certain body shape yeah. to do this at all. In case you guys haven't checked out our Instagram <laughs> feed. <laughs> I am girthy. Yeah, we're two. Di- am, we're two different shapes. I am a Clydesdale. Yeah, we're two different shapes. <laughs> if you look at the, if you looked at the two of us, you'd be like, oh, Flores is definitely the one that like runs further, does whatever, <laughs> does this, and it's like, no, Flores is not. John's the stronger runner of the two of us. Period. And yeah, it's just I don't know. It's one of those things, but. Yeah, you have anything else on it? I know you asked me, but I, I'm, I don't. I'm done with I don't. Ideas. I feel like I feel like I've sufficiently beat that dead horse. Are you, keep, you just are you now logging calories for this? I am, beer? I am logging calories. Going back to me being at Clydesdale and trying to be <laughs> stay at Clydesdale and not enter like fucking hippo. <laughs> Is that we we should add that that designation? Like, hey, you're so fat, Clydesdale doesn't work. Clyde's like, hey, you are no longer in the Clydesdale division, boss. I'm like, fuck, it's the Bison division. <laughs> Congratulations. Welcome to the Bison. We need to run out there and see the bison. I've never run out there. Uh, I think. Nope. Nope. I talked to Andrea somebody keeps posting pictures about it. It is. I have ran out there. It's really fun. Um, and I could have my cardinal directions missed up, but the bison are to the north, which oddly enough to see the bison. It's a little bit more of a boring run. I would believe so. Cause you'd have to go out a little bit like into nothing. No, 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 no. When I say boring, I just mean it's more open, flat, prairie kind of running, but it's right there. Oh, yeah. You park, and they're like less than two miles away well, from well, here. Well, I mean, Andrea's posting some pictures with, uh, I think, last week or uh, there's one today, but I think it was yeah. from previous, but she had done but that when she's the, walking. But when you, where you primarily park at, south is like really kind of kind of cool trails like yeah. with some hills and some elevation and stuff like that, and it's along the river, but to get to the bison, you got to go north, and it's not the most exciting trails. It's yeah. like really, I'll tell you what, if you want some good heat training, that'd That's probably be it. Cause that fucker is out in the open full on sun. I wish I had sun. more time to, to get th- this must just been crazy. Cause I would, I'd feel like I'm not a hundred percent ready for kettle from, from a heat training standpoint. We should go do some, uh, miles Sunday. We'll see. I got, I got a little, I got a little jog around the park. I'm doing on Saturday. I think I'm playing on Sunday. I'll uh-huh. be I'll be busy Saturday doing a little jog. Yeah, what, me, and, uh, me and a me and a hundred friends or so. Me and a hundred and fifty, I think. I think I think that's the cutoff. One fifty. We're talking about the possum fifty k playing possum fifty k. PP fifty k coming up this uh, this Saturday. So. All right, Jen and I have talked about how we're going to run it together, or partially run it together, so she doesn't murder me on the trail. Mm-hmm. How's so, that happen? Uh, she's going to, she, so we're name run. Yeah, I want you to talk about it so we can follow up on Sunday when we record. If I'm going, alive or not. That we'll follow up on Sunday of like, how did that plan go? So this is the plan. So she wants to start early just cause she's a, she's, she's a, a warrior. Uh, so she's going to start early. I don't uh, think she should start early. I don't think, but Hey, what do we know? She's perfectly fine finishing she's in that totally time. Totally fine. But she, she's just kind of got that in her head. And yep. she's, she's got some people that she's going to start with. It sounds like so. Uh, she's going to start early. I'm going to start at the regular time. I'm going to run, fr- catch up to her, and then run with her from that point until the next aid station. Okay. And then 
get her through that aid station. And then we are going to, once we leave aid stations, uh, run maybe, you know, a quarter of the way to half the way to the next aid station. And then they pull away yeah. and run ahead and get to the aid station. And then I'm, they kind of like hang out and help out the aid stations and wait nice. for her to come. And then when she gets there, I'm, they get her all set up, get her fed, drink and all that kind of stuff. And then her and I are going to leave the aid station together and then run a quarter to halfway to the next one. I'm going to pull away. That way I'm still around. I'm still near to gotcha. help her out with anything. But at the same time, I'm not like in her ear. Yes. Chirping she's the whole not time. having to hear you. Not nag. Nag's not the word. Nag's, for it. Na- no, because nag is an understatement of what I do. I am. Yeah. I'm a punisher. I am. <laughs> I am not the nicest. Yeah. <laughs> Sweep the leg. Yeah. I'm not the nicest pacer. And I, and I get that. I'm a bit of a, I'm a bit of a drill sergeant kind of mentality. Like yeah. I belittle you. Yeah, it happens. You are pathetic. No, I don't do that. Yeah. But, but if you, if you can tell we're on our local events portion. Yeah. Yeah. We've transitioned. We transitioned. So, uh, we have a smooth transition. That was, that was a yeah, soft. John, John had a good idea about a, uh, about an outing for there. So if you guys have some, if you guys be down for that, uh, maybe we'll just have to see the interest, but just leave a comment uh, below the post here on Facebook where we have the uh, the episode post each week. Just leave a comment saying you see if you'd be down to do like a Clippers game or something like that. And if we get enough interest, we can reach out to the uh, the promo folks there, you know, get like our name on the scoreboard. Bro, I am sweating like a whore in church. Have you, I know you guys are getting removed. Have you guys turned a fucking AC off in the house? We haven't turned the AC on. Sweet baby Jesus. It is hot. Well, it here. doesn't help. This room is this room's the hottest room in the house. I, but good God. Yeah. Fat boy is sweating like i am moist moist <laughs> moist hashtag moist hashtag um, moist but yeah if you're so, if you're interested in any sort of event or anything like that and then or maybe like even like a group run like you get like a get together group run to oh well, so perfect my god look at that professional transition what what it wasn't until you said it I, well <laughs> you're killing me because i keep wanting to get to it uh, I want to know if people have signed up for this like hoof-hearted run club. I've never even heard of it. So I just uh, Don Morris. Don Morris posted something on like I, like hoof-hearted posted like oh run clubs coming back or coming, and I saw Don had posted something I was like finally or something like that. But uh, I'm just kind of curious. Like the only thing is, I guess all the way down on fourth. You know, and that's a hike. And it's on six seven. It's north of six seventy on fourth. So it's like kind of weird. I know you love it, but that side piping, dude. That side piping <laughs> cracks me up. That is one of the funniest beer logo cans I've ever seen in my life. Oh, shit. Uh, but yeah, like like I could I could even be talked into on any given possible possibility of like doing a uh, a podcast meetup group run at hoof hearted maybe so actually tomorrow so this episode will come out tuesday the 15th on the 16th they're doing the inaugural 2018 5k run at hoof hearted an italian village departing at 6 p.m no membership fee just show up run and drink half off drafts afterwards dude uh this 16th i'm actually busy and then oh it just goes right back to what we were saying running hats will be available for purchase and running shirts with this year design are on order just i mean every every chance they get every chance they get give us money it's just like every time you turn around but i mean i keep dropping these cans but if that's the t-shirt design i expose yourself to running i could i would rock a trucker hat with that on for sure yeah if that had a uh well it's there's actually a I don't think she listens. Like it's, it's a newly, well, you know what? I was on a training run and kind of like we, we were friends on Facebook, but we like actually met each other, met each other on a training run. Uh, because if you run, you don't make a friend, you're doing it wrong. 
Exactly. Um, and she had a badass trucker hat on and it was uh it just said run ohio yeah and it was from what's that what's that like colorado company bo boco i don't know if they call yeah. themselves boco boco, boco gear yeah it, it was a boco hat it was boco hat it was a boco hat dude just reach out to them they'll make it well but i don't want the no you don't have to they'll make it with like everything except yeah, for we like can, the logo on the back we might have to order like 10 of them but it just said, it, but they already have it on style because they've already designed like they've already sold. Right, it but I, they still may do a, a minimum if there's any. But no, yeah. no, because no, Boco does. Re, we'll reach out to Boco. Okay, because I want that hat. But then I'm Dude, like, we just do the hat. Put it's a, so our BBS on it. Well, it's funny because like it's and then we'll give them away. Yeah, we're not charging for shit, folks. Nope, nope that's uh, how we do. Uh, but it's funny because like I saw that hat. I'm like, God, I love that hat. And then her and I got to talking about it. I'm like, Where'd you get that? She said she got it. I'm like, Fuck. She's yeah. like, Yeah, I hate them too. But I had to get the hat. And I said, Well, does it say it? And she's like, Yeah, it's big, huge ditch in the back. And then our conversation literally turned into, How can we get that off? Like, yeah. <laughs> like I wonder how can we get this off and not rip the entire scene. How do we take it off? Can we put a patch over it? Like it, it like it completely evolved. I'm, and like I'm like I'm reaching yeah. out to Boco. Side note stuff. If you guys don't know Boco, they're Boulder, Colorado gear. They make uh, hats, and I think they do some like buff stuff, custom stuff. Like I've got a selfie hat from them, which is pretty cool. All their their running hats. They have like their running truckers are like amazing because they're like real flexible. They're real soft. They're like they have multiple styles yeah. of hats too. They're 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 great. I think it's I think it's just BocoGear.com. I think so. That sounds right. I'll have it in the show notes once I figure out what it uh, actually is. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. yeah, but anywho, uh, sorry, but John was saying yeah, yeah. like a running, hearted, hearted running club, like, so this or a running group well, for us is going back to uh local events. Me, I am taking my daughter and one of her friends to a concert Wednesday night. So if you're at a uh, Vance joy, Ooh, Vance joy. Yeah. So taking Jordan Vance joy, uh, Wednesday night. That sounds like a fun show. <laughs> no, no pun intended. I actually like, I, I like Vance joy. I feel like I've, I know one of his songs, Everyone does because right, it's they just know the one riptide. I think, yes. Or, yes. That is the one. Yeah. 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 He's good. So, he's not bad. So I, I'm not all I like because he's an acoustic player. So like, yeah, he, he, he definitely jams out. Yeah. So where's that at? Where's uh, that show at? Uh, let's say we at the LC. Oh, nice. So I don't so know if it's inside figure. or outside. I don't know if it's which one it is, but there's supposed to be storms all this week. So I'm assuming it's going to be inside. Yeah. Because they have the ability to. It's pretty amazing how fast they can like rotate into. Oh, out. yeah. So I feel like I went there for a concert one time. Oh, uh, <laughs> Jen and I went to a um, Mumford and Son okay. concert there years ago, and it was supposed to be outside, and they oversold it. Like, ah, we're moving it to the in- outside. Yeah. It was supposed to be inside. They moved they to over- the outside because they, they oversold. They oversold it big time, and they moved it to the outside, and then like basically opened up gates and everything, and people were just like standing like a like big ass parking lot and all oh, kinds wow. of shit. Um, for being a Mumford and Son, which you think of being like super chill hippies and shit like that, those motherfuckers were getting after it. And like, I poor little Jen, like Jen straight got feisty as shit. Oh yeah. So she I got, could see her be like, get out of my space. Yeah. So you're like, in my zone. The third, like the dude bumped into her for like the 15th time. And she's ready. to like, that is it. That is just throwing bows. Absolutely enough. Like all five foot four of her got <laughs> fucking vicious. So, so a little bit happening here. Uh, John had a little, uh, a good experience at a brewery this week. Oh dude. So if you guys are ever way out East and it is way out there, they're on the, uh, they're on the ale trail. I do believe. Oh, are they? Uh, I need to do that. Like one of these dude, times, it's 41 fucking breweries now. Ugh. It's 41 breweries. You know what I say? That sounds like a weekend. 
That sounds like a Dewey. We, we literally just, we don't bring all of the recording equipment. We just bring the recorder and our two microphones and just go to each imagine. one of the places. Dude, there's no way you could do that in a weekend. Challenge, no, one, no. challenge accepted? 100% cannot do that. There's no way. Dude, that's 20 beers. They said we couldn't get through Ice House. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that'd be 20 beers a day. Okay, yeah, we could do that. Yeah, so. Uh, when, but you, it, when you break it down, when you break it down in the simple you math. Know, math. Uh, well, and here's the other thing is now you have of those 41, there's one in Lancaster. There's obviously two in Delaware. There's this one way out in, uh, uh, Buckeye Lake. There's three in Newark, I think now. Uh, I mean, they're just, I mean, they're, they're, just all over the they're place. way out there now, but anywho, we are talking specifically today about Buckeye Lake brewery. That place was super cool. They just have a tap room. They have like a restaurant and stuff. Too. Oh, no, the, and so that's right. On the, so we didn't have any of the food. I had a new sales guy with me. <laughs> that, our appointment. <laughs> we had an appointment way out in Buckeye Lake and I've been meaning to hit this brewery up for a while. And, uh, so the appointment we went to like was an absolute, like, I mean, dude just knew what he wanted. It, we're not the company for that. So I'm like, ah, eh, we're out. Yeah. And I'm like, but good news, new guy, we are going to a brewery. <laughs> Yeah. He's like, uh, okay. Welcome to work. Yeah. And he's like, he's like, I'm like, so what's funny is like, as we're driving from this person's place to this brewery, uh, I was like, so what kind of beer do you normally drink? He's like, oh, you know, pretty, pretty much whatever, which normally means, you know, anything like major. Right. And, and, uh, I'm like, all right, well, you know, here we go. So he go in there. He has no clue. So they have a beer called Miller's port as in, well, actually I think it's Miller's Porter. Okay. Which Miller's Port is out there. So it's Miller's Porter. He got that not knowing as a Porter and that thing came out looking like motor oil. Ooh. And my dude was like, Oh shit. Yeah. I don't like, like this. He know he's like drinking. I'm like, so what do you think of that? He's like, that's the first time I've ever had a Porter. That is really good. Oh, nice. And I'm like, all right. Welcome to the dark side. And then he's like, literally. Well, yeah. And he's like, well, what should I get next? I'm like, Oh, you're leaving up to me. Well, shit. And I'm like, well, Russian you- Imperial. Well, so I'm like, why don't you try that uh Scotch strong that they have up there? <laughs> so it came in at 10%. By the way, Buckeye Brewery, if you get out there during happy hour, you get a 20 ounce pour for a pint price. So we're drinking 20 ounce beers Ooh. for a pint price. Well, so the Scotch strong comes in at 10%. And I'm like, dude, if he gives you a 20 ounce pour on this, like, I'm carrying your ass out of here. Yeah. It came in a tulip, like a, you know, right. like a sniffer, obviously. Yeah. And, uh, he's like, good God. He's like, that is super good. So I'm like, well, shit, I'm just gonna have fun with this now. <laughs> and I'm like, Hey, what's your guys is like beer? Like, what is your like cult following? Mm-hmm. And uh, they have one called the, the shovel head, I think, which is a double IPA. And I'm like, dude, go ahead and get that double. Now here. Uh, oh my God. I didn't even mean for like, Oh my God. Oh my God. So didn't mean like th- this is oddly enough. We can, we can make a, a like a direct correlation here from running a conversation to the beer conversation. Okay. The one thing that Buckeye brewery does that is kind of funny because it it's, it's funny because I realize it's all bullshit, but it's kind of funny because like the, our bartenders like, dude, people eat these damn things up. They have what they call grapefruit bomb, uh, grapefruit bombs, right? Well, right now it's grapefruit. grapefruit. So anytime it can, it's, sometimes it's grapefruit, sometimes it's raspberries, but whatever. But they call them bombs. All it is is pureed 
for this, for all intents, we'll talk about what they had the night we was out there. It's grapefruit, yeah. okay. pureed grapefruit, or like, like chopped up grapefruit, frozen into a ball. Okay. Right. So, like, if you drink bourbon, you know how it has an ice ball. Yeah, yeah. Imagine that, like, with fruit, like with okay. grapefruit in it. Okay. So all they're doing is it's like an icicle. Yes. They're taking those and they're putting them in one of their beers. So what it does is for the double IPA, for example, right? The steel, like the shovel head, the shovel uh-huh. head they have out there. Uh, when you drink it straight, it's it's got some hop to it. I mean, okay. it, it's coming in pretty high on the IBUs. Well, you drop that bomb in there and it takes all of that hoppiness away. Really? And it it obviously introduces even more of a grapefruit flavor. Right. And I'm like, so like when he was telling me that like people are doing this, I'm like, isn't that, isn't that kind of just dumbing down right. like, the beer you guys are making? And he's like, uh, he's like, for guys like you, yeah, I can see that. And he's like, <laughs> but for people who are like, he's like, for people I, I want to buy this double idea. Yes. Yes. I'm like, how many of those were you doing? Tonight? He's like, about a hundred. What? I'm like, you got to be shitting me. He How much did li- they charge for? Uh, I think it was like a buck to two bucks extra. I mean, it's not terrible, it's not but it's insane. But I mean, think about $200. That's a hundred I mean, fucking bones a night. Yeah. If it's a dollar, right? Right. Obviously. But he literally had a bucket. I mean, a fucking bucket that he's sitting there pouring them. And he's just like floop, flipping them out, dropping them into the 20 ounce glass and bam, hitting it, hit, pouring the beer over it. And he's like, he's like, yeah. And, and they are the only place I've ever seen in this city. He used it. He's like, all right, we're the only place that does this. I right. But people, I mean, I'm not shitting you. The time that we sat there, me and that guy sat there, I must have watched. I bet, I bet three out of five that hey, he poured was that. FOMO. FOMO. But, uh. Can't not try it. So, but they had a bunch of, but, but the restaurant they have out there is really good too. Um, they have a, yeah, <laughs> it is kind of, they have crab cakes that I guess people said the crab cakes, they were like killer good which they're not from buckeye lake which right? is kind of funny because i'm like imagine that like you're sitting next to buckeye lake and you have crab i'm like i'd be kind of mm-hmm. cognizant and there was maybe there's yeah i'm like i don't know yeah. man like ah, i don't know but the like multiple people who walked in and talked to us said no those are absolutely phenomenal huh but no they uh buckeye buckeye lake brewing if you guys are way out east at buckeye lake i wholeheartedly encourage you to try it. it's been there for six years I didn't know they'd been there for that long. Really? I knew they'd been there for a couple of years, but they've yeah. been there for six years. He said, huh. all right, well yeah. Buckeye like broom. We'll have that in the show notes. You got anything else before we close this stuff out as you pound that beer? Nothing else. Nope. All right. Well, as we said earlier, you can find all of the things we talked about and the links and the articles and that sort of thing on our place on the web running beer and BS.com slash EP zero one eight for episode 18. Um, you can also find us on social media on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at run beer and BS. We'd love if you reached out to us on social media, give us some beer recommendation, topic ideas, share your training runs with us. Um, if you did any races this past weekend, we know a couple people that had just uh, shoot us over pictures. Make sure you use the hashtag run beer and BS. Uh, we follow those. So we see what's going on there. You can also email us, uh, any questions and stuff. We'd love to start getting some email messages from everyone. You can email us at podcast at running beer and BS.com. Um, if you do like the podcast, please consider subscribing, leaving us a review on your favorite podcast platform, wherever you get those podcasts. Uh, we read the ones that are on iTunes and Facebook. We usually do a review of the week. Week, but we didn't have any reviews this week. So 
No review of the week. No giving away stickers. Yeah. Boo to you. How about you send us something? Um, but yeah, we were sending out stickers. I've got two more that I got to get in the mail, uh, tomorrow. Um, and if I've missed you, I completely apologize. I'm trying to go back and check them all. So if you miss you, just shoot us a message. We'll make sure we get you out a sticker and that sort of thing. Um, but yeah, consider subscribing to it. If you do like our stuff, um, we appreciate everyone listening to it and everything you guys are doing. Um, that's really all I have. John, you got anything else for him? No, I'm trying to take a picture of myself sweating in this fucking (laughs) sauna box. (laughs) All right. As he takes a picture of the sauna, uh, we will see you guys next week. Peace. (laughs) Ha, 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 ha.